What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Time for a nice Sunday update. I will say I saw the clip of Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis going at it in the diary yesterday. If you guys are not sure what I'm talking about, let me rewind a little bit. So some cameras near the dugout caught some images and sounds of Machado and Tatis arguing very loudly last night in St. Louis. And, I mean, yeah, it's obviously not a good look because there has been a bit of, of a perception outside this team that they've ha been having some fighting within the clubhouse, you know. And this is obviously going to add fuel to that fire, and that could be one reason why their quest for the postseason has taken a detour. Although you can't say it's the only reason. Obviously, when you're losing, people get frustrated. When people get frustrated, you're more likely to lose because you don't have faith in your teammates. Maybe people aren't trying, things like that. Well, that's basically what the theme of the argument was. So they did lose yesterday to the Cardinals, who who are you know trying to take that second wild card away from them. But, you know, basically the Padres are on Machado's side here. They're saying that Machado was showing leadership to a younger player because basically the theme of the argument was that Manny thought Fernando was just dwelling too long on being called out on strikes in the fifth inning. And Machado in the videos, you could hear him yelling, you go play baseball, it's not about you. And he made gestures gestures in uh, Fernando Tatis's direction. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Tatis is, is a younger player. Um, obviously, Machado's a vet, but, yeah, when you get called out on strikes and you kind of dwell, you, yeah, you do kind of make it about you. I, I do agree with Manny Machado there. I mean, I'm not really sure if he had to be yelling as loud as he did. Quite honestly, it, it was pretty bad. It was very loud. And it just happened to be that the cameras caught it. But things like this do happen. You know, you, you see... You see it happen on camera once in a while, but I promise you off camera, it happens more than you might think. And when a team is trying to make the playoffs, yeah, you know, if a, if a young player is making a bad decision like that or, you know, a, let me not say a bad decision, a selfish looking decision or a decision that makes it seem like they are putting themselves ahead of the team, then, yeah, they're going to be called out on it. That's what happened yesterday. That's what happened yesterday. Um, yeah, it was just yelling at each other. Neither of those players, Machado, Machado or, or Tatis, were made available to the media last night. And, yeah, they end up losing on Tyler O'Neill's eighth inning home run. They fell two and a half games back. It's funny because I was just talking about Tyler O'Neill yesterday. And, you know, he's really been carrying – I don't want to say he's been carrying the Cardinals, but his bat has been very special this year. And I don't think many people realize – how good of a hitter Tyler O'Neill has been this season. But he continues to produce, and the Cardinals continue to to take advantage of that production. And they're winning. They're converting it into wins. Staying in the National League, the Brewers clinched a playoff spot. For the fourth straight year, they're going to be going to the playoffs. And they got a 6-4 win over the Cubs last night. And... They are now the third team in Major League Baseball to clinch a postseason spot, obviously, after the Giants and the Dodgers. But they, they didn't have any champagne showers. You know, they made this clincher, you know, a bit different than than the previous clinchers they've had. And, yeah, I, I guess, you know, their next goal is to win the NL Central. Maybe that's when they're going to pop some bottles. 
but their magic number to clinch the division is down to three. The earliest they could wrap that up is actually Monday. Potentially, you know, the Cardinals do go to Milwaukee to open a four-game series. So it is possible. It's very possible they do it as early as tomorrow. But Manny Pena belted two home runs to lead the Cardinals. Lorenzo Cain turned back the clock, crashing into center field for a sensational catch, although he did get injured in the process. Hopefully he is okay. He had to leave the game after that amazing catch. I mean, Low Cain's been doing this for a long time. He's been doing it for a long time. But obviously when you've been doing it for a long time, uh, you, you get banged up a little bit. You know, it takes a little bit longer to recover as the body is, is not – is not as youthful youthful as it once was. Not take anything away from Locaine. He still got it, obviously. Um, he he can cover a lot of ground. He made the grab, but he's banged up. Crashed against the wall there. Um, I mean, I've seen Locaine crash against the wall several times in his career, but you know, to see him be out for for some time due to it, I mean, it just tells me that he's getting older. But it is what it is. He is, yeah, that's a four star catch, and I mean. This dude won a gold glove as recently as 2019. So don't be surprised about, or don't be surprised with what you're seeing. Rays' top prospect, Shane Boz, is going to make his Major League debut on Monday. So the Rays have a comfortable lead over the Red Sox, Yankees, and Blue Jays in the AL East. They have sputtered a bit in September, but they are calling up the number 20 overall prospect in baseball. Shane Boz will make his Major League debut tomorrow against Toronto at Tropicana Field. And he becomes the sixth current or 2021 preseason. So anyone who was a top 100 prospect either right now or in, in the preseason, he becomes the sixth of them to play for the Rays this season. I mean, that farm system is is ridiculous. Wander Franco, Vidal Brujan, Shane McClanahan, Luis Patino, and Josh Lowe are the other five. But... There's absolutely no doubt that Shane Boz has earned his promotion to the, to the big leagues, to the show. He's 22. He posted a 2.06 ERA with 113 strikeouts and 13 walks in 78 and two-thirds innings between AA and AAA before he got called up. I mean, he was actually even better at AAA with a 1.76 ERA after joining the Durham Bulls on June 15th. So it, it did look like he was limited in minor league innings. I mean partially because he participated with Team USA at the Olympics. But, you know, they're going to let him loose, at least for now. I mean, they're bringing him up to the bullpen. Not to the bullpen, to, to, to the majors. He's going to start in the majors. Um, so he was originally taken by the Pirates, actually, 12th overall in 2017, but he came over in that Chris Archer trade. That Chris Archer trade has just absolutely haunted the Pittsburgh Pirates because, obviously, the Pirates sent... Tyler Glass now, Austin Meadows, now Shane Boz to Tampa Bay. And guess what? Now, some years later, Chris Archer's actually back in Tampa Bay. So that was grand larceny. That trade was highway robbery by the Tampa Bay Rays. They, they, um, they completely bamboozled. They completely fleeced. I don't even know what other words to use. They robbed the Pittsburgh Pirates on that trade. And um, literally every single piece that the Rays got back hit, at least so far. I mean, we'll see what Shane Boz turns out to be, but all signs point to him being a very good pitcher at the major league level. His fastball sits 95 to 98. He can't touch triple digits at times when he really does wear it back. He got a mid-80s slider with some good hard bite, 
And that's that's his that, that pitch I, I think is his out pitch. It gets plus plus grade. So that makes it gonna play quickly in the majors. It should. Even against a pretty talented Blue Jays lineup on Monday. We'll see what he does. But you know, he could head back to Triple A Durham for you know their final stretch tournament that runs through the end of the major league season. But even if that happens, he could return to the Rays to play a very similar role in the playoffs to what Shane McClanahan did last year. Remember, Shane McClanahan made his major league debut in the playoffs. I think he did in the ALCS against the Yankees. So, yeah. Shane Boz has all the tools, elite velocity, impressive breaker. He's, he's bringing it to – I mean, he's probably going to be – if he isn't on the playoff uh, roster, that would be in the bullpen. He's starting now, but obviously – let me not get ahead of myself, but this guy is is as legit as they come. He's a, I mean, he, he ticks off all the boxes, and he should be very good. So – that is an extended, that's not a brief preview. That's that's an extended look at Shaden Boz. What can we expect from this kid? But, you know, we are, you know, it's the weekend. Let, let's, um, let's reconvene tomorrow and see how these series shaked out. But I hope you guys are enjoying your weekend. And that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.